There is a place between mystery and terror, greed and desire, love and despair. It is a place that reaches beyond the shadows of our hopes and the desert of our deepest fears. It is the realm of the imagination, that timeless place of magic and intrigue. Look up ahead. There's a lighted house on the hill. Deep within lie the tales of mystery and wonder. Night Terror, Episode 4 Written and produced by Sean America Mark backed away slowly. I'm sorry that happened to you, Peter, but I can never abandon my mother. I need her, and she needs me. All mothers are the same. They all leave you to rot. That's not true. Peter Pan looked at him with a mournful, sad face. And then an expression of such hatred and insane jealousy appeared there. Mark thought he would jump out of his skin. So, that's how it is. Yes, I'm afraid so. Pan waved his index finger in a menacing way. No, no, no. I'm not the kind of boy who leaves empty-handed. I don't like being told no. If I can't have you... No one will. Peter Pan, as quick as lightning, put a hunter's knife at Mark's throat. Go sit down in your writer's chair. Mark did as instructed. Peter tied up Mark's arm behind the chair and bound his legs. Peter lugged up a two-gallon container of kerosene oil from the basement onto the hardwood floor, dumped it out, and lit the fluid with a matchbook he had in his pocket. Goodbye, Mark. Rosewood. Perhaps we'll see each other in another life. With that, Pan slipped out the window and into the night. The flames licked around Mark's ankles and he could feel the scorching heat. The last thing he noticed as his lips turned into a curdling scream was his mother's portrait burning in the heat. Fire! Fire! Burning! Mom! Dad! Wake up! Wake up, Mark! There, there. Fran hugged her son, rocking him from side to side, stroking her fingers through his hair. Wake up. Wake up, Mark. You've had a nightmare. You're all right now. That's right. It's all better now. Hush. Take it easy. Come sit now. Mark's mind flashed back to Pan. He stood over the 11-year-old Mark jarred awake by Pan's wicked laughter. Pan dumped a two-gallon can of kerosene on the floor, igniting it. He rescued the boy, whisking him through the open window, whispering into Mark's ear. You'll forget all that happened tonight. It was Peter Pan. He did it all. Oh, how he hates mothers. Easy, easy, Mark. Wake up. You're dreaming. It's over now. Fran guided Mark to the kitchen table. She put some water in the kettle, turning the burner up to high. Where's Dad? Is he all right? Fran shot Mark a worried look. 
Oh, Mark, don't you remember? Jack died five years ago. In the house fire. It was the old wiring. An electrical short. He rescued us. He got us out safely. And he went back in to get some personal belongings, some documents, and photo albums. Oh, God. I should have stopped him from going back in. He must have inhaled too much smoke, and he passed out and was burned in the fire. He died? He was burned in the fire? Pan whispered in Jack's ear. Go back inside for a few sentimental things. Jack rushed inside, overwhelmed by the smoke. Now all the dominoes were set into motion. He would soon return when the boy was more mature. Mark sobbed uncontrollably. His mind was in shock. A series of images flashed. The times they'd passed through the MacArthur Tunnel to visit his grandparents. The endless hours reading the Hardy Boys before bed. All that was gone now. His mind flashed back to his father's funeral. Jack's body was so badly burned they closed the casket. Mark's grandfather tried to comfort him by giving him an ice cream cone. Mark's fingers had trembled so violently he dropped it and the ice cream cone melted to the ground. I am so sorry, Mark. I've been so busy with this administrative job. I've been neglecting you. I've scheduled another appointment with a psychiatrist, Dr. Malkovich. He can continue to help you. I'm so sorry. I've had so little time with you. You need to get some sleep, and we can talk in the morning. They passed through the hallway, and Mark noticed the portrait of him that his mom drew. Oh, you framed it. The portrait you made of me. That's not you. That's a portrait of your father as a boy. Your grandmother drew it. Funny, he looks so much like you. Mark was stunned for a moment, saying nothing, eyeing the old portrait. I miss the times when you drew things, Mom. It's been so long. Fran paused for a few moments, thinking. Hmm, yes, I could do that. You get a good night's sleep, and I'll gather my supplies. Tomorrow's Saturday. I could make you some homily grits, no? The morning came gently, like a sun-bound giant pouring through his window. The shadows of the night were forgotten, and he smelt bacon and fresh-brewed coffee downstairs. Perhaps there would be some orange juice, too, he thought, and some homily grits with butter and maple syrup. He went to his bathroom and showered, scrubbing his face and body. He dried himself, put on some deodorant, pulled on some Fruit of the Looms underwear, and Levi's jeans with a fresh white dress shirt. He went downstairs and greeted his mother, Fran, with a kiss on the cheek. Mark smiled. It was Saturday, and he could do what he wished. He sat in the leather recliner so the light would strike his profile. Fran took out her sketch pad, and he remained motionless as a porcelain doll. We can see the world through open eyes. Night Terror, and Episode 4. Time for Starring Somer Trudillo and every time as Peter Pan. Martin Miles as Mark name. and Dr. Malkovich. Come join the game. Karen America well, as Fran. And Martin Miles as narrator. I would also like to thank Darren America 
who is co-writer on this series. Thanks to you all. Have you enjoyed listening to Tales of Mystery and Wonder? Then consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. This will help us spread the word and create great content in the future. Thanks for listening.